0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Under the Scope, where we discuss music. As always, I'm your host, Will Brost, and calling in from California is Anderson Pat. Yes, Lord! (laughs) Anderson Pat, Patrick Anderson, on the other side of the continent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Continent's the right word for that. Okay. Yeah. Uh (laughs) America has
1: that luxury of being almost an entire continent, (laughs) as well as... Being a, actually that's not true because yeah. Canada's like bigger than America, low key.
0: Yeah, you're not even like in Alaska or or uh, Hawaii or anything. So that's a that's a false move on my part by uh, by the yeah. continent.
1: But yeah, we we both messed up there.
0: Yeah, I can edit that out if I ever figure out how. But until then, um, uh, we're doing another album review. Our first one since uh, Boney Bears Twenty to a Million. Uh, this time mm-hmm. we're reviewing um, uh, hip hop. Artist producer duo by the name of No Worries. Um, no Worries consists of uh, Anderson Pack or Anderson Pack, I guess both pronunciations he's okay with. Pack um,
1: or Pack, just don't forget the dot. Just
0: don't forget the dot, man. Don't forget yeah, the dot. I should say dot, like Anderson dot Pack, like just throughout the entire podcast yeah, and see yeah, how, how quickly that gets old. But <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so he provides the vocals and uh, knowledge with an X in place of the O, uh, provides the production on here. So just a little bit of background on both of these artists. Uh, Knowledge is a hip-hop producer from Philadelphia. Uh, he's released a ton of work on Bandcamp over the past few years. Uh, I looked it up. Since 2009, he has over 60 releases on Bandcamp. Like, Oh my God. Like 60 albums slash EPs. And I'm not sure how much of that You know, are like compilations of other releases, but either way, dude dude puts in work. Um, Good for him. Yeah, seriously, shout out to Knowledge. That's Uh, awesome. uh, His production is known for containing elements of hip-hop, jazz, and soul. Um, He doesn't typically produce for other famous artists outside of this no worries collaboration. Um, He typically just makes instrumental tapes. Sorry for the coughing, everybody. I'm a little sick, but... Oh, man. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but he's produced a couple beats for Blue and Joey Badass. Uh, his most famous beat to date, however, is probably for the song Mama, off of Kendrick Lamar's To Pip a Butterfly. Um, so his name is coming up, but no offense to knowledge, uh, but I'm not sure we'd be doing this particular podcast if it wasn't for Anderson Pack. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's
1: that's definitely like, I mean, it's it's for sure the bigger name, for sure.
0: Like, I mean, this project is gonna catch the ears of Anderson Pack fans, I would think, more so than of like diehard Knowledge fans. I'm not sure. I mean, I checked out this album because I'm a fan of Anderson Pack.
1: Yeah, that was mostly my my thought behind it. I didn't really know who Knowledge was
0: besides the, the Kendrick.
1: Yeah, this is like my introduction uh, to him
0: outside of, you know, those couple yeah. of beats I mentioned. Um, but yeah, Anderson pack uh, he's a singer, songwriter, rapper, producer, drummer from California. Uh, he once went by the name Breezy Lovejoy, but ever since he took the pseudonym Anderson Pack, his popularity has really uh, skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Venice was the debut album under this new stage name, and that was released in 2014. However, he really gained fame in 2015... With his several appearances on Dr. Dre's album *Compton*, uh, an album that we should note is very near and dear to our hearts. Uh, as our first review. Our very first review. It's our first uh-huh. first ever podcast. Um, it's somewhere out there in the SoundCloud universe, uh, wherever you know, uh, under the scope. Yeah. On is it just under the scope? SoundCloud
1: yeah. or it, yeah, I think it's under the scope on SoundCloud. I don't even think it's on our iTunes
0: app. It's not like I think on the yeah. iTunes, the first one is our top songs of 2015. Like, I think that's the first iTunes podcast we have. So, yeah, if you yeah. want some throwback under the scope, go check out the Compton review. Um, deep cuts, <laughs> yeah, very deep, yeah, like raw under the scope. We've gotten better since then, but it's worth a <laughs> laugh if you want to check it out. Um, so, yeah, Anderson Pack, uh, highly acclaimed uh, uh, features on this project, and he used this newfound fame to cement. 2016 as really his career year so far. Uh, in 2016, he released his second album Malibu to much acclaim, an album that I don't know why we didn't record a podcast of, but it's an album that I think has a yeah. great chance of landing pretty high on both of our year-end lists.
1: Oh, it's coming up on there.
0: Yeah, I think it'll it'll make the top fifty. I think I think that's a safe yeah. bet. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, right now I've got it in at least 50 albums that I've listened to. I'll say that
0: <laughs> it's it's definitely an album <laughs> that was released this year. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so the acclaim of this album isn't shared by just us. Uh, the complete acclaim by everybody really helped uh, Anderson Pack uh, land a spot on Double XL's 2016 freshman list. A group that is uh, honestly pretty lackluster outside of him, uh, Denzel Curry, and Dave East. Yeah, Yeah. no offense to Uzi Vert, but I mean, all right. Uh, pa- yeah, pa- not, pa- a, <laughs> not, not a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pac has helped uh, keep his name in the spotlight throughout the year with appearances on the recent albums from uh, Kate Tornada, Schoolboy Q, and Mac Miller. So before we dive into this, I just want to take care of a couple little like, house cleaning things. Um, first of all, go check out our blog. It's been a while since we've done a podcast, but... Since then, we released our uh, collective, what, top five albums? Top ten, or, er, yeah, 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 five. Yeah, five, five albums from each of us. Uh, 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 excuse me, albums for <laughs> autumn. There we go, got that out. Uh, so the weather is finally starting to get cool. Like, autumn didn't really get off to a cool start, but now that it's getting a little cooler out there, I think it's a good time to listen to some of those albums we mentioned in that post. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Uh, and did you want to talk about the Facebook page you recently set up? Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: it's uh, it's it's there. It's up. It's under the scope on Facebook. I literally, you know, set it up fully last night. So we'll probably have this as our first post on that Facebook page. It's exciting. And so for the people that are listening to it, you can go on there. I'm sure that, you know, if there's – if. I mean if there's no if there's people that are listening that aren't our Facebook fan, uh, friends already then shouts out to you guys but uh, yeah go go like the Facebook page we'll put it both we'll share the posts on both of our personal pages for our friends of the podcast and Facebook friends and we're gonna continue to use that for our resource for for uh, social like facebook posting and stuff instead of our personal pages
0: exactly it's a real great way i think to organize everything we do and everything we want if we're
1: gonna i mean if if we're gonna try to be taken seriously then we have to have a facebook
0: page yeah but then they listen to one (laughs) podcast and they're like "Eh, can we take these guys seriously i don't know who are these guys (laughs) Uh, these guys (laughs) (laughs) just i love it Uh, (laughs) so outside of our, our updates with that, um, I just want to say to you guys, feel free to leave a review or rating, uh, tell your friends about the podcast and honestly, like request albums or topics you want us to talk about. Like if there's something that's coming out that you really want to hear our opinions on, like, feel free to suggest it. You know, we just kind of pick the albums as of now based on, I guess, popularity, like general consensus, popularity or acclaim. So yeah.
1: And, uh, Hey man, you want to go ahead and review this, this album kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> that's basically, that's basically our thoughts. Yeah. Uh, any, any, any sort of, Hey, you guys should do this. We'll do it right
0: now. Yeah. We're yeah. Well, while we're still, you know, on the come up, we'll take you guys seriously. You know, we'll get too big and famous for you at some point, but, uh, yeah, but that's as, a guarantee. That's a, yeah. Gar- <laughs> lock it up. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, this album. Uh, yes, Laud, it's the, the debut album from No Worries. Uh, they previously released an EP called uh, Link Up and Suede late last year. So, this is sort of a two-part question for you, Patrick. How do you feel yes. about this collaborative effort, and do you enjoy it as much as you enjoyed Malibu? Uh,
1: those are good questions um i i'm really a, a a big fan of the fact that they decided to do this mm-hmm. um especially on the the stone throws stones throw label yes since you know that's that's mad villain and and j yes uh and like you know like those I- iconic duos mm-hmm. so yeah i'm glad that they 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 decide i talk you know i'm gonna talk more about that too but i'm glad that they decided to do that because it's uh it's something that we haven't seen in a long not like not like this kind of a thing really like a like a project being put out under a um a a different name i guess is you know like a, like a proj- like a group project name or whatever right, you like, know what i'm saying
0: yeah like a like
1: the throne the throne was the was the last one i think
0: there was like like Let's this see.
1: but that was i mean the, nobody nobody calls it that nobody considers you know Kanye West and Jay-Z the throne right it's watch the throne by Kanye West and Jay-Z nobody calls it you know it that kind of got out of the way of 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 that kind of thing because those two were just too famous you know and it didn't really it had like it didn't really have its own kind of style um it was more of just like this big grand you know this mm-hmm. is how incredibly influential both of us are that was about it right just
0: which is bragging about which their is, successes and whatnot
1: yeah which is basically you know just it was about what you know the feel of it was about what anybody would have expected it didn't really have its own unique style to it like like the duos like mad villain had or jlib or these guys right so I'm glad that they decided to do it. I'm glad that they put the effort into making their own kind of sound. It's a big deal. I think for, for both of them, it's a really cool thing to add into the hip hop world. Um, and what was the other question? Cause I just went on a tangent and I forgot. <laughs> no, that's you. fine. Uh, let's see. It
0: was... Oh, Malibu. Yeah. Malibu. Yeah. Uh, how, how does it compare?
1: I like it. I mean, it's, it's kind of difficult to compare because it's, it is pretty different. Like, uh, as far as the style of it goes, it's still got that 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 I mean, pock's voice is you know that's it's his voice so it's so it's unique and everything and it's got that feel to it, but he's like so versatile with it that it's got almost a completely different feel to it so I'm like, are you asking me to like rate it right now
0: alongside Malibu? Uh, I mean, or, not necessarily giving. Or just tell yeah, me, yeah. Just, tell did you, you enjoy it as much as Matt? Like, which do you think you'll be listening to more of in the future? I guess. I think. Oh man.
1: I think I, as an album, I listen to Malibu mm-hmm. still. Okay. Um, but there's certain tracks on here. Like, there's. I think that there's more tracks on here that I would listen to separately than there are on malibu if that makes sense
0: interesting i think i'm the opposite way but that's interesting i think this like album, you have yeah. more
1: tracks on malibu that you would listen to separately than
0: than this one right because the way yes Lord, yeah i don't think i can really say yes Lord, and like sound like a serious reviewer at the same time but uh the way this album is structured uh how it it's sort of like a series of interludes to me for the most part that connect very well. It's a very, like, vibe-driven album. Uh, And I think, in that respect, it works better listening from start to finish rather than picking out isolated songs. Not to say that there aren't songs that stand well on their own, but I think there's a better experience of listening track one to track 19. Whereas on Malibu, I get, you know, songs like The Season Carry Me or the waters or what have you that I think I could just listen to if they come up on shuffle. But for whatever reason, I think I get the biggest benefit out of uh, just giving the 50 minutes it takes to listen to this front to back.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I was, I was saying, thinking more of um, like, I, I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. I was thinking more of like as far because there's a lot of skits and stuff on this on this album too. Yes. So I guess what I'm saying is like as far as like individual tracks go, like if I'm going track by track by track, I would rather listen to um, Malibu as a whole for like the tracks. But there's but there's tracks on here that I like more than and. I said exactly what I just said earlier. That's
0: fine. Yeah, no, I I get it. I get it. I just happen to be <laughs> on the other side of that fence. Yeah,
1: you yeah, you get you get what I'm saying. I so, do kind of yeah, yeah, that's that's so we're we're both about on the same page then.
0: Before with... we go into like actually, you know, how we felt about this album in detail, I do want to talk about that Stone's throw point you made because <laughs> I felt the exact same way. And it's because Stone's Throw has been really one of the most defining you know, uh, hip-hop labels as far as defining how I view hip-hop and how much I'm a fan of hip-hop. Um, the kind of albums that are released on that label, like you mentioned, are structurally similar to this project where it's like, for the most part, this rapper-producer duo, like you mentioned, Mad Villain or J-Lib, um, so I just want to read off some of the, the more notable Stones Throw releases. Uh, obviously, Mad Villain, Mad Villainy, uh, J Libs' Champion Sound, Jay Dilla's Donuts, and mm-hmm. and Quasimodo the Unseen, which in a way is kind of like a rapper producer duo, if you want to. Depending on how seriously you take the alter ego. But, yeah. But the way those songs are structured, uh, where they're essentially pretty short songs, like two to two and a half minutes. And there are enough tracks to where it's, like, the summation of these two-and-a-half-minute tracks last for the entirety of an album. Like, each of these albums has about, like, 20 tracks on it. Combined with the style that Knowledge especially uses, uh, I think, is a perfect fit for the Stone's Throw label. Um, Especially given that I get a lot of Mad Lib and Dilla influence coming from uh, Knowledge's production.
1: Yeah, 100%. Ooh,
0: sorry, I had to turn the air on real quick. It's getting really hot. Um, so what did you think, you know, like specifically you mentioned some of those songs that you think stand out. Uh, which ones in particular were you thinking of? Um, like
1: This stands out to me. Live In, uh, the second track, kind of the first track, the intro is, you know. Um uh, I, I like get bigger and slash. Do you love? Do you love is like ten seconds though, so it's basically right, just right. get, basically just get bigger. Uh, uh, um, uh, link up is another good one, and a scared money too is is, yeah. is is really really well done. Um, yeah, so those are like the biggest standouts. I'd I'd say for me. Um,
0: yeah, I think we have some of the on same there. ones.
1: I have, I mean, like, there's the majority of these tracks, you know, I think are, are all are all at least um, they're they're all at least like really good ideas. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's definite standouts, I'd say, um, um, all, like throughout this this whole thing, and like the the point you made about knowledge is a uh, 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 reflection of like Dilla and mad lib yeah is a hundred percent clear i'm glad i like, wasn't
0: the only one that thought that because there yeah, were some like, tracks especially that i'm like wait is this a knowledge beat or didn't anderson pack just decide to go over mad lib real quick
1: yeah like to the point that like uh, like uh, like like this like on that like the string part uh, on there um you know that like single string you know yeah. ascending uh little little just like a uh, ad you know like Beat that he throws in there, whatever. Right. Sounds exactly like something Madlib would throw into, uh, into into a track. Like it almost sounds like a Mad villainy EP side. Right. Um, which is like some people I could see not digging it because of uh, because you know they'd be like, it sounds more like he's just trying to copy right. uh, these people than anything else. But I think he pulls it off really well on this. Um, it, it might mostly, you know, it, it might be the pairing with pack that like really kind of solidifies it, but I think he kind of pulls it off really well. Just like he, he, he uses it more as just kind of like a respect, like a nod to them more than just like a, like he's jacking their, their sound.
0: I, uh, I completely them. agree. It feels like an homage, especially because like we mentioned, it's the same label. So obviously yeah, exactly. knowledge wouldn't try to Jack Madlib's or Dilla's style you know on the label that their most successful <laughs> records were released on but yeah my notes for like this the first thing i have written down is that the the beat sounds like the framework of a donut or of a J Dilla donut like J Dilla i think would have taken that beat and added a few more interesting things to it and it could have been a track that could yeah. have slid in on donuts pretty easily
1: Yeah um, yeah 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 i did i would agree with yeah it almost sounds like uh like the the siren almost
0: yeah the the Jay Dilla uh, siren ad lib
1: yeah it yeah. almost sounds a little bit like that because it's got that you know it's, it's it's the it's got that same kind of old sound to like crackly kind of old sound to it it's just an ascending note like it kind of yeah anyway oh yeah but
0: that, right I could I would try to mimic it but I don't think I can right now so but I know I yeah. get what you're saying for well, sure.
1: Listen to the album. Those two and then, yeah, just, then they'll know what we're,
0: what we're talking about. So. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just listen to this album, guys. Come on. Yeah. What, what are you guys doing listening to this podcast? Just, <laughs> yeah. Turn this thing off. So I agree with you on a couple of your favorite songs. I had five favorite, quote unquote, favorite songs listed. Mm-hmm. Um, but my two absolute favorites are two that you mentioned. Uh, Get bigger, mm-hmm. is one of them. I love that sample of, um, gosh, I'm forgetting his name, Webster Lewis. They, it was such a blatant sample when you actually listened to the original song. but Oh, I have not. Oh, well, listen to it. It's called uh, The Love You Give to Me. So you listen to that, and you listen to Get Bigger, and it's really just a, a pretty much a, a much slower version of that song, which it's not the most technologically advanced thing, I guess, Yeah. but it sounds perfect. I think it sounds like a, a great... Hip hop beat. And for the most part, I think the better beats on this project, Pac shines on the most. Like, there are very few tracks yeah. where I think, like, the beat was really great, but, like, Pac wasn't that good. Like, I think it's sort of a, a, a correlated relationship in quality based on, um, you know, the beat versus Pac's performance. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the other song I wanted to point out was um, Scared Money. And I, yeah, I yeah. love that song and the production when I heard it and I still feel this way, but it sounds like it could have been on M83's new album.
1: I know it was <laughs> the, it was the moon crystal.
0: Yeah, it was so, <laughs> it was, it was, was so cheesy.
1: Thing. I thought the same thing whenever I heard it. I'm like, oh my God, that's the same, <laughs> But it, works. it didn't sound as like. I, I think it was mostly the context of it, you know, right, right. That made me take it a little bit more seriously than did the M eighty three. And on M eighty
0: three, you got like an hour of that kind of sound. Like if this album yeah, was just that was scared the, money type beats for an hour, I'd turn it off. But yeah, that's the thing
1: too. It helps having having uh, pack on the on
0: on the vocals too, for sure. But yeah, I think for the most part, uh, my favorite songs coincided with my favorite beats. Um, and one other point I wanted to make real quick, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on this. Um, so throughout the year, including on the lost Schoolboy Q podcast we tried to do, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it's in podcast purgatory right now. I don't think we can <laughs> – we'll never be able to access our yeah. review of Blank. It's,
1: it's floating in the nebula somewhere. <laughs>
0: it's, yeah, it's, it's like a lost tape. Um, <laughs> but on that podcast, we were discussing – And it's still a true statement, I think. But we were discussing how Anderson Pack has this golden touch and this ability to bring life to really anything he is featured on. Like, he was featured on the Tornada Project, and he had one of the better moments on that. And he was featured on, as I mentioned, Blink Face by Schoolboy, and that was one of the better moments on that album. He has the personality and charisma to pretty much shine on anything. That said... I think this time knowledge stole the show.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that completely. I was going to say that same thing. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's like, and it like, I don't think that it was like absolutely. Like, it, it, it was definitely clear to me that knowledge was the 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 more talented version, or the most more talented person uh, mm-hmm. uh, from this. Um, uh, duo, you know? Right. Um, or his, his, his talent shown a little bit more than PAX did.
0: Yeah. He had like a better um, performance, I guess. Yeah.
1: He just, it, it was pretty clear that he had, that he outdid him, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was like, to the extent where it made it doesn't, it doesn't make PAC look bad because he's a producer. So right. it just makes him look better. Exactly. So if anything, you know, he got the better end of the, they both got the better end of, of if there was going to be one person outshining the other, because, I mean, if it's a producer, then he's going to make whoever's sounding, on it, whoever's on his album, you know, sound better than they are anyway. So,
0: right, like I think um, you could throw most people on a knowledge beat, and it would sound at least enjoyable.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. So at first, I thought, you know, I was like, oh man, Pack is, you know, he's the man. He's he's really he's, you know, this is, this, he's really, like, showcasing his talent on here, first first listen through and everything, and then I get through, I'm like, I don't think I'm really liking him as much as I am, like, the beats that he's going on, because then I'm, like, looking at the lyrics and stuff, too, and they're okay, like, they're, right. but they're kind of, they're they're kind of basic. They're really
0: know? straightforward, and you get, yeah. They're, yeah.
1: they're very, they're, there's a lot of storytelling going on, which I'm a fan of, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more of just, like, you know, just lyrics, it seems like, for the sake of the song.
0: Right, like, he has to the, say something over the beat, so... Yeah, and it's is, yeah.
1: never, like, it's never, like, corny or, like, just stupid or anything like that, but some of them are just, like, mm. I mean, anybody could have said some of the some of the lyrics on here, but right. it's his voice that, that pays exactly. off on it, and then also, like I said, yeah, knowledge is production, just makes it... Makes it sound like that much better.
0: And I think with this collaboration, I think there's a slight misstep in that. All right. So much like Chance the Rapper, I think Anderson Pack really shines uh, a great deal because of his personality and his like natural charisma.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And that's part of what made Malibu one of my favorite releases of the year so far. and. Not that he doesn't sound bad over these beats, because I think he sounds solid on here. But because Knowledge has this smooth, jazzy, soulful type of production that isn't really dynamic, you know, Anderson Pack can't be his normal, flamboyant, dynamic self on these tracks because that doesn't really make sense. So when he's not as dynamic, I like him a little less. But that said, I mean, I still enjoyed uh, the pairing overall. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, uh, (laughs) I just yad like yeah, it was a really good point, wasn't it? (laughs) I'm the man. Yeah, look at me making good points over here. Uh, But at the same time, I don't think there's really any tracks outside of you know the intro and a couple of tracks that were pretty much skits that I would take off. Like I think this was a pretty consistent listen from uh from front to back. But were there? What were your kind of? I, I guess adding to what I said and then, um, a couple of other like complaints you might've had about this project.
1: Um, I mean, I mean, you pretty much nailed it. That's, that's, that's about how we're, we're, I figured we were going to be in in pretty much agreement on,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: on this, on this project. Um, so yeah, like you pretty much nailed it. It's, 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 it, it really does matter, uh, his personality, I think. Um, Cause I, he may not be that great of a, of a rapper actually. Right. You know, from, from what I'm getting from here and that's not a bad thing. I think that mostly what he is, is just a really cool, like he he just is really good at making things sound cool. So Mm -hmm. he's a better, he might be a better producer, um, you know, than anything else, but like he's, he, he uses, he's more of a, of a, of a, of, of a vocal dude anyway. Like, he sings more than, than anything else. Um, so, yeah. But, but, yeah, like, the lyric work, like I said, like, on the rapping, like, I'm not getting the vibe that he is really a fantastic rapper. He's more of a stylized kind of dude. Um, but it's not really a complaint. It's just something that I've... that I notice.
0: I completely agree with that.
1: You know, like, it's not like it's not like he's dropping like, you know, some lines that like Kanye dropped on Pablo that are like, that are like, <laughs> 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 you know, like it's, it, it's not like that, but it's, you know, he's not, it it, 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 it he's just kind of saying stuff, you know? Right. And, comes... um, and, and when he does rap, like when he raps on, um, uh, on, uh, uh, what is it? Khadija. Yeah. Um, when he raps on that, uh, it's good. And, uh, same with get bigger, like the storytelling and everything. Like it's good. The wordplay is pretty decent. The storytelling is pretty decent, but it's never like great. Right. You know? And, and that's the difference. Like what we said between him and knowledge on this album is knowledge is production is Pretty great. I
0: agree. I'm a fan of knowledge
1: after listening to this for sure. Yeah, like like I'm just diving into the last listen that I had of this, and I was listening more to the knowledge production, and it's like really significant. Like it's like some of the most. I mean, it's it's so minimal, you know, which is all I'm always a big fan of. I think that that's a telltale sign of a good producer is being able to. Like the qual- quality over quantity kind of aspect of it, and being able to to make more out of less, mm. um, kind of thing. And knowledge does like a really really good job because a lot of these beats are, you know, like he doesn't have he doesn't he doesn't really have any like uh, a lot of a lot of beats that people like you know right off the bat are like whoa man that's a crazy beat exactly. are the beats that have the crazy melody or something associated with it something just like that it is unignorable you know something that you're just like you, you just you hear it and you can't forget it it's right. fine that's that's how that 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 is sometimes the mark of a good beat sometimes it's just a mark of a good pop beat or whatever you know mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's just a gimmick but this like most of the beats on here that i'm that i'm hearing are like they don't have that element like none of them are like you know they don't have like like distinct melodies associated to them they're all just kind of like there to complement pack and make him sound as good as possible and then just kind of forms around all of that and and he has like like most of his stuff is focused on like the drum patterns and everything and the bass lines more than anything else and then he focuses on, like, maybe adding in a little bit of organ to just kind of sprinkle in here or putting in, like, some cool little string effects or whatever. And that is, uh, like, that's a... Uh, I, I have a lot of respect for him now because that's a, that's a mark of a good producer for me.
0: That is... Sorry, sorry, finish your thought. Yeah. No, nah, I'm pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. Uh, but I, I just got really excited because I wholeheartedly agree with everything you said and I wanted to expand on that because that was like such a really good point uh, but awesome yeah yeah, yeah I know <laughs> Yeah, you're such a good point maker man uh, what can I say uh, but yeah I think 2016 2015 2014 in hip hop we've had this trend as far as production goes where I'm not saying this is necessarily a bad thing but I feel like sometimes beats are centered around either a big drop or a crazy beat switch in an attempt to either a keep the song interesting or b take a little bit of attention away from the the lyricist because the yeah. lyricist isn't honestly that interesting. Yep. So I hate to say it but like someone like Travis Scott comes to mind. I love the production on like Rodeo or his album Rodeo, but part of me feels like it was either to take attention from the way, uh, from the fact that Travis Scott doesn't really say a whole lot on some of the songs, or, hey, we've had this beat running, and I feel like people might be getting tired of it, so here's a beat switch. Yep. But on yep. here, knowledge, his beats are they're good enough. Well, they're great. They're great. They're great enough to where they don't completely take the shine away from Anderson Pack. Like they they still. Provide a stage to let Anderson Pack do his thing. They don't, like you mentioned, they're not gripping enough to where like you're only focusing on the beat the entire time. Yeah. But the beats they don't rely on a drop. They don't really rely on a beat switch. He'll add elements in there, but for the most part, it's just a loop that sounds incredibly solid. Again, much like Madlib, the loop digga. Um, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, he's just. Here's a nice drum pattern. Here's some understated bass. I like that, by the way. The, the bass, for the most part, was very understated and under the radar. Didn't really yeah. force its way to make its presence known, but when you heard it, it sounded great. Um, yeah, he just takes these little three-second loops, loops them throughout the song, and that is traditional hip-hop production, I think, done uh, amongst the best production I've heard on hip-hop album this year. So, shout-out to Knowledge.
1: Yeah. That's a, yeah. The traditional, uh, uh, word is, is, is absolutely applicable, not only to, to, to his production, but also to like this whole project, you know, in general, mm-hmm. like, uh, that's the, uh, another thing that I'm getting from, from pack is that's the vibe I'm getting from him more than anything else now too, from, especially from this is that at heart, he's a little bit more of a traditionalist. Yes. Uh, than then, uh, than anything else. Like he's definitely got his own unique style and he's definitely going to push forward. I'm fully convinced into the modern, uh, hip hop world as a, you know, as, as something, some sort of influencer and some sort of, some sort of person, you know what I mean? For sure. Like a trendsetter um, in a sense. Yeah. He's going to have his own, his own thing and people are going to be like, oh wow. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's a style that I want to, that I want to focus in on. Um, but like, especially like the lyrics and stuff, some of the things that he talks about and the way he talks about like women and things, yeah. uh, uh, on this album and, and just like, yeah, like I'm, I, I get a lot of like nineties hip hop people, you know, like that, that's the way that they would have talked about, about, uh, like he talks about things very similarly to the way that they, like his mentality about things is very similar to how 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 artists in the '90s were were talking about about things or like um,
0: yeah like even specifically like the song Cutlass I think first of all the production yeah. is very like '90s West Coast but modernized and then the whole song is Anderson Pack talking about you know how slick his uh, candy paint is on his car you know how nice the interior is you know that's such a '90s West Coast hip hop trope. And yeah, Anderson Pach yeah. just kind of bringing that back. It's a little different than how rappers, I guess, talk about their cars now. With like, oh, I got these jumbo rims and all of this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, because well, the difference is, is like he's like he raps about it, but he also talks about like his past and like where he came from and everything. So you get more of a feel of like of like he's thoroughly enjoying the luxury lifestyle, and he's like recognizing these little you know, nuances with the luxurious lifestyle. And that's like more of how like the, the old school rappers were cause right. they would rap about that stuff, but you knew it was coming from this place of like, these people <laughs> came from, you know, yeah. one extreme to the other. Right. You know, like, like these guys, they, 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 like Pac was homeless, you know,
0: exactly. So They're just, like, he's, yeah. you
1: know, it, it, it's that same sort of mentality with things. Um, and like, like the song, like side piece. Yeah. Like he's, it's like a, the way it's done, again, shouts out to Knowledge, really great production. Yeah,
0: one of my favorite songs. Sounds on.
1: like, sounds like a really, like a, and, and Pac sounds great on it too. His, his voice is like, his singing voice is, is really cool on this. Um, so, anyway, but like, like, it sounds like a, like a really nice, sweet kind of uh, self reflective track almost about like love and everything like that. But, He's basically just talking about like he's like man if I'm he's like he's like if if I had to give up my side piece for anybody else it'd yeah. be you
0: it's yeah like
1: it's like that's you know that's 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 kind of like that that tradition I mean the same stuff is going on now in rap but I think it's the way that he approaches it is a little bit more right. like it's just reflective of that uh, you know
0: a couple things one. I agree with you about Pac's performance on Side Piece. It's I have written down it's my favorite vocal performance on the entire album. He's doing a lot mm-hmm. of different things with his voice, backing vocals, harmonies, interesting melodies, etc. Um, but to talk about your sort of traditional point, which I didn't even think of, but you're absolutely right, uh, in the sense that hip-hop has always been about women and cars and all of that, but it's just talked about in a different way now, like the way rappers talk about women now versus the nineties versus even the eighties. Yeah. yeah. And I think well, Anderson they, pack reaches into that older bucket quite a bit.
1: Yeah. I think it's like, cause they talk about it now. Like they've always been about that lifestyle.
0: Yeah. Whereas you know, like, been, like, pack was homeless like four years ago.
1: Yeah. And I mean, a lot of, a lot of the, the guys in hip hop, I mean, they, they, they came from a bad, you know, like just poor situations, some of them didn't. Some of them came from fine situations, and and you know, like how Kanye did. But right. But uh, but yeah, like some of them came from the same situations, but then they're rapping like they've always been, you know, about this this lifestyle and stuff. Like that, nothing's changed. Basically, this is just who they are. Right um and which is fine i mean some of them do it really well and it's you know that's just the style that they're going for but pack is a little it's i think it's just a little bit more honest and like transparent about who he is as a person so and that's 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 kind of like yeah how it's like the look at how hard i worked kind of yeah like how the 90s people
0: um did well you want to talk about the way artists rap about success now. I mean, who's who's the biggest artist in rap right now? And how does he rap about success? Like, we're just being real. Like, Drake, the way he rhymes about yeah. his success? Like, yeah. But a couple more notes yeah, on right, the uh, Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple more about the uh, traditional angle. Uh, this whole pairing, and I'm not saying they sound like these albums and acts I'm about to mention, but this rapper-producer duo of, you know, Pack and Knowledge... Uh, stylistically, the rapper producer duo concept of an album is really, or ha- uh, really had its peak in the late 80s, early 90s, with groups such as like Eric B. and Rakim, or EPMD, or Boogie Down Productions. Uh, actually, Boogie Down Productions was maybe a trio at some point, but regardless, it's like you mentioned, capturing this traditionalist rapper uh, producer duo tropes uh, and just sort of modernizing everything. And the other thing you mentioned is how he has this unique, uh, you know, stature in hip-hop, R&B, and soul right now. But it's because he's an amalgamation of traditional hip-hop, traditional soul, like, you know, James Brown, or or not James Brown, but traditional funk like James Brown, and traditional R&B. He's modern and new, but only because he's such a mixture of traditional genres. So I think that's kind of what separates Pac out from the other artists on the freshman cover this year.
1: Yeah, I, he's got he's got so much respect for the old artists and stuff too. And I don't think that a lot of the new double freshmen, especially, have mm-hmm. as much respect for you know old school hip hop as as what he does. You know, right. which is fine. But like a lot of them, I mean, it a lot of them just have a mentality of like. None of that matters. Yeah. You know, what matters is what we're doing right now, which is fine. I mean, that's how, you know, and to a certain extent, that's how you become famous. Yeah. That kind of arrogance, but like, you know, like you, to a level, you know.
0: Right. So anyway. Like there's this old head argument about like, oh, the, the new kids don't care about old hip hop. And I don't want to sound like that guy. But like, I mean, sometimes you kind of wish that some of these newer acts would at least like, you know, study their craft a little bit. I guess. Yeah,
1: that's that's the that's the difference. Yeah, because yeah, like Pac and Kendrick are like they're they're students oh, of the sh- game for
0: sure. Yeah, Kendrick, yeah, like, like yeah, it was raised Kendrick, on Pac.
1: Kendrick's. A, I shouldn't I shouldn't throw Pack in that circle with Kendrick yet because he's not not close yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Right. But let me just yeah let me just speak on kendrick like kendrick is a student of the of the game mm-hmm. you know he he learned from all those old artists and if there's ever a testament to how you can mix modernized oh, yeah. uh, hip hop, your own <laughs> style, and incorporate all of the things that made hip hop what it is, anyway. Yeah, he is a clear amalgamation
0: of all that. Yeah, just listen so, to it, arguably that, the greatest hip hop album of the decade. Arguably, I mean that's yeah. just uh, Yeah, sorry to cut yeah, you off. Yeah, yeah, and I think that yeah that's that's a clear point
1: as to like the importance of of respecting the old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but uh, I can I can understand. You know, I guess like the where where people are like, well, we don't care about that because it's very different sounding stuff. It's very old sounding. Um, it's not as exciting, I guess, as modern hip hop is. Right. Not as like immediately exciting as modern hip hop is now. So, but it's so important,
0: <laughs> right? It's just yeah, and and it should be noted that Anderson Pack is thirty years old, despite being a double XL yeah. freshman in comparison to and again yadi you can do what you want you know i i support everything that as as long as they're honest and genuine about it the kind of music they're making you know i yeah. might not be a fan of like 21 savage but if he wants to make what he's making then so be it i can't tell him not to and yeah right yeah but at the same time you know like we mentioned we kind of beat this horse a little bit so uh yeah we got on the
1: subject that I'm sure, like, everybody talks about when they're talking about this album.
0: Hey, well, that's that's why we do our thing, you know? We go on yeah. these on these big rants sometimes, and uh, that's healthy, I think, for discussion. Um, but any other, like, notable, uh, you know, positives or negatives you wanted to mention?
1: Yeah, uh, I wanted to mention, just like, the track, Can't Stop. <laughs> uh <laughs> One one for the, the 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 shout out to Rick and Morty at the <laughs> end, which was so great. I don't understand the context of it at all. Like,
0: I think I kind of I mean, do. I,
1: I I think it is. It's supposed to just be like you know, kind of like because there's that angry girl that pops up throughout the the album. I guess so. Is it supposed to be kind of like referencing to that
0: skit? It could be that too, honestly. But what I got is that. Again, one of like my, my five favorite songs on here, "Wings." Right, it's like the third track. Right. The whole like, the the melody or the uh, sorry, what the hook is like. baby, get your shit together, and that whole Rick and Morty oh, rant oh. is like, you got to get your shit together. You know, just okay. get it all together. Yeah. I thought it was a callback to that. So that's just no, that what makes I a lot more on. sense. But yeah, that particular song, "Can't Stop." it was just a weird structured song the entire time. And probably the most experimentation this album did. Yeah. I,
1: I love it. I think that it's really cool. Uh, I love the, 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 the warping that they, that they put on that, that vocal. Um, I think that it's really cool. It just adds a little bit of like, uh, just a little, a little bit more variety to, uh, what the rest of the album, uh, yeah. what the rest of the album is. Cause it's a it's pretty it's a pretty similar feel throughout the album but it's a you know it's it's really well done yes um so it doesn't get too old but yeah like having that in the middle of it i thought was a really cool addition i, I thought that the the vocal sample that they that they use or the warped vocals that they use are really cool so i just wanted to kind of shout out that one
0: yeah and that's a good point because i think at that particular point in the album and a couple other points as well part of me was just like you know, I'm enjoying this, but maybe just a little more variety would have been great here. And sure enough, yeah. songs like that and uh, "Scared Money" Pretty that much. was another, I guess, uh, uh, left field sort of maneuver by the duo. That yeah, I for really sure. Appreciate. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, and and it, and it came like halfway through the album too, so it's you know kind of the perfect spot for it.
0: Absolutely. Um, other than that, I don't really have a whole lot of like overwhelming positives or negatives, other than it's a similar complaint to a slight complaint at that, but a complaint that I had with the Boney Vare record, the last podcast we did was that I think some of these songs are better as ideas than they are as songs or like they have too much of like an interlude type of feel to them. Like again, Cutlass, a song that I enjoy listening to it. It's one of my favorite beats or instrumentals on the entire project. But I mean, the the vocals especially while they sound good, it's just kind of repeating the same two or three lines throughout the entirety of the song, and it doesn't really go anywhere. It's just nice to hear it for those two and a half minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can, I can like kind of like the unfinished feeling.
0: Yes, that's uh, what that, I'm trying that, to say. Yeah, that
1: Boney Bear had. Yeah, I I would agree to that to a certain extent. I think that like like songs like that though. They like in comparison to that, like the Boney Bear tracks, like it was like they bit off a little bit more than they could chew. Yes,
0: that's uh, a good point. With
1: those with those ideas, and then they just kind of threw them in there, um, and it was like, here's a cool idea that you know we probably should have spent a, like maybe a year of working on, but we didn't. Right. Uh, and then and then this one, it was like the simplicity of of most of the songs on this album is is really like what makes m- all of them like. If they're at least, like, you know, half ideas, they're really good half ideas.
0: Agreed. Another great Is point. What, what? We're, just the, we're just the king of making, like, great points today. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We're just on our A game right now with all these <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome points. <laughs> Look at how great we are. <laughs> but, yeah, structurally, again, and it's not that much of a complaint because, again, I'm enjoying what I'm hearing. And the albums we mentioned, like Mad Villainy or Donuts. They're similar in a respect, except I think Mad Villain and uh, Jay Dilla sort of expanded on those ideas a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So you, uh,
1: well, yeah, and the comparison because it's you know the comparison to Mad Villain, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to, to do because it the similarities are are clear there, but it's yes. mostly I mean it's 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 almost completely because of the production because if you're comparing <laughs> right. No. But, uh, you know, if you're comparing knowledge to Mad Lib, that's fine. I mean, like Mad Lib's the clear winner, but knowledge definitely holds his own uh, to a certain extent. You know, and you know he 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 does well. But <laughs>
0: you you want to hear a hot take? I I, I, I think uh, I think MF Doom could outwrap Anderson Pack. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, I, whoa. hey. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, sound the alarm! you got to hear more about this. There's a hot take. But yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. I forget. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just
1: absolutely like, I mean, you can't. Like, there's just no, there's there's nothing you can say, you know, about that. Like, D- uh, Doom is a lyric
0: genius. Right. Like, I've been seeing all of this, oh, this is the, the sole R&B modern version of Mad Villain. And I'm like, maybe from like a, a structural standpoint, and... To a slight, <laughs> to a slight degree, the production standpoint. But I mean, is it really it's, the? Mo- I mean, is it though? Uh, it made me
1: appreciate uh, Mad Villain actually while I was listening through it. It made me appreciate it that much more as I was listening to it. Yeah, I actually
0: went back and yeah, I checked out Mad Villainy and uh, J Libs Champion Sound again. I'm like, man. Oh really? It just got me in that mood again. So you know, good job. Yeah, it
1: had me in that in that kind of mood too. I was like, man, I could listen to some mad building right now, <laughs> like halfway through the album. Oh man, so, I mean, it's you know, like the, those comparisons. I think it's honestly kind of. I mean, they're going to be there because it's same label, same concept kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's kind of unfair to throw that at 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 this at this duo because I mean they're obviously giving a nod to that stuff, but like, right. I don't think it was in their intentions to try to top it or try to match it or exactly. anything like that. Yeah. I
0: because think because right.
1: Those, I mean, those albums are landmarks.
0: Yeah. You know, I think like, the comparisons, especially to, mad villainy. <laughs> I think the comparisons are like a little forced, but also a little loose. And I get it because we've made similar, it, you know comparisons but in a much like looser like oh i could see that you know like this is somewhat like mad villainy in this sense but for yeah. someone to just be like oh this is like the sole version of mad villainy like eh, i don't know no. let's just like let's rein it back a little bit here because this yeah. is a solid like, project but it's not like one of the you know la- defining albums of this century or anything you know
1: so. yeah mad villainy is a masterpiece right you know, like every track on there is like <laughs> it's clear, like the amount of genius that was in that was going into this pro- that project. And this one is like there's a there's a lot of really well done ideas, well expressed. Yes. Ideas. But it's right. not. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we're both on the same page. with right. that Right. So that, yeah. That was sort of our side rant uh, about my point that, uh, you know, some of these ideas could have been a little more like fully fleshed. So that was kind of our side rant on that. Um, again, another, another high horse side ramp made by the both of us, but uh, I, lo- <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's, that's why people tune in. I, I guess, I don't know. But
1: <laughs> oh, can I make a point really quick about, yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to throw it in there really quick about, cause we talked about how like the comparisons with pack and chance, like the, his personality is a yeah. lot of what, what his appeal is.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm such a big fan of the positivity yeah. that this album kind of kind of has the feel to it uh, in this because it's like I, I'm a big fan of 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 what artists like pack and chance are doing with that because it's it's perfect like the timing for it is is perfect um you know like as far as the topical uh time frame is you know mm-hmm. um with with all like with you know with all the racial stuff stuff going on in america and and being targeted at the rap genre um it's like a really classy move almost for for what for pack to to go the route that he goes with with his music
0: yeah especially you know, with this election cycle tensions are pretty high right now like politically racially socially etc yeah. and so it's you know it's nice to get this positive breath of fresh air from you know anderson Pac or chance but yeah
1: yeah cuz it's i mean it it just it, it it really feels and they do a really good job of it too cuz i mean the 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 good vibes movement is clear and <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> but they they don't they don't they don't match that that kind of mentality to me they match like a it's it's like hopeful more than anything else you know and it's just like it, it, it's really well done. I'm really a big fan of, of of that kind of positivity that they're bringing to to the rap world. I think that's a really big deal right now.
0: I agree. So, yeah. yeah. No, anyway, good points. Not to get too political about it, but we should do a political podcast next time. After the oh, election, yeah. After the election, we'll just lay out. Just go in on every that. single topic. We're just gonna say it. You know, the economy because we're experts and on that and all of that. You know, that kind of yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, I took I took microeconomics.
0: Yeah, I actually <laughs> I actually got an A in macroeconomics. So I don't I don't mean to outrank you here, but I could probably do an economy podcast before you. <laughs>
1: I I took that, too. I didn't get
0: an A, though. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. No, I'm just... But you're you're getting an A in the great points class today. Oh, sweet. Well done. Awesome. Um, Any final points and a rating out of 10?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and
0: and make some final points
1: on this. Pack and knowledge, (laughs) Naxlidge, have... Have made uh, have have come together and really done a, a good job. This is a really ambitious project, honestly, mm-hmm. to take on, to 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 go on to the Stones Throw label and and create a producer uh, uh, rapper. He's not quite a rapper, but that kind of you know MC, I guess, mm-hmm. um, um, duo. To go on that on that label and do this kind of thing and then have and, and do it very much in the style of the people that made it what it is, is a very, very ambitious and scary thing to take on. And they did it in not, you know an absolutely iconic way, but as far as you know, I think they did just about a, you know, as, as good of a job as anybody could have, you know, mm-hmm. who isn't named like Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't want to throw that comparison in there, though. That's unfair.
0: Patrick is saying that Anderson Pack could never touch Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Breaking news, right in.
1: Right mark it down right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're a anyway, hater. Okay,
1: so so they they did just about as good of a job as anybody could have. There's some really uh, really great ideas that are all over this project. Some of them, like we said, are just kind of half there but they're they're really 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 nice to listen to and they did a great job of just overall making making their own style their own sound um and not just not just blatantly copying um the sound of one of these other duos which is which is what made those duos really great in the first place is how indistinguishable uh, the mad villain sound was from anybody else that was out mm-hmm. um, they they managed to, to kind of mark that as that that unique aesthetic um, there is a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of things that you can tie back to madlib and Dilla but they're done in a very creative and unique way I think um, so that being said there yeah there's there's a lot of great thoughts on here pack is Not the most amazing lyricist, but he does a really good job of stylizing his stuff. And like we said, Knowledge does a great job of making him sound as good as he possibly can. So um, I think that there's some great ideas all over the place in here. Really cool listen. Um, Not like absolutely incredible, but it is worth an eight.
0: Nice. For me. Nice. Nice. All right. and eight. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh I just wanted to throw a quick shout out because I listed all of these rapper producer uh duos. I forgot to mention my favorite one. Shout out to Gangstar, Guru and DJ Premier. Like oh, yeah. the pinnacle of like rapper producer duos. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I I'm did, glad that I didn't even throw them in there. <laughs> but it's this whole thing, it's like a dynamic in hip hop that I've missed. You know, I'm not trying to throw mm-hmm. the, oh, this is real, you know, bring it back real hip-hop. <laughs> That's real, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real hip-hop. No, I don't <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. But, yeah, I do miss that aesthetic of, you know, he, here's the artist or singer, rapper, whatever. Here's the producer. This is a collab. I love that they're bringing that back. So mm-hmm. my final thoughts on next worries or no worries – uh, <laughs> I love that, by the way. Just that the X in place of the O. I think that's oh yeah. It, it, yeah. It's just kind of it's kind of cute, you know. Um, so I'm glad we reviewed this record. It's a record that I think might have like slipped through the cracks for a lot of people that I think would really dig this project if they ever checked it out. Um, yes, Laud is not on the same level as Malibu, but that's all right because it's a project with completely different intentions. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is okay uh, in the sense that, you know, you don't want to release too much material in one year, but you can get away with it, like Anderson Pack does here, if the projects are different enough to where it doesn't feel like oversaturation. Um, So I would throw on this project front to back without shuffling, uh, if you're looking for some music really to just kick back and chill out to, uh, I thought... I guess both of us thought really that, uh, knowledge outperformed Anderson pack here, uh, which I thought was going to be a hot take, but apparently not. Um, (laughs) I threw it out and you're just like, yeah, man, you're right. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, great. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, but, and, uh, this outperformance, uh, by knowledge, I don't think that's entirely pack's fault because I believe that knowledge's style takes away from some of packs, uh, you know, strengths of having a dynamic personality. Uh, Additionally, I would have enjoyed a little more structure and a little more energy here and there, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm enjoying what I'm hearing. Uh, Knowledge's soulful production and uh, Anderson Paak's vocals uh, should appeal to really a variety of hip-hop fans, kind of like we discussed. It could appeal to more traditional fans as well as more modern fans and just really yeah. fans of, I guess, indie hip-hop in a sense, too, like people who enjoy like, Mad Lib and Dilla. Um, I yeah. I'd give this album a seven out of ten. Uh I'm looking forward to more no worries material in the near future. And for what it's worth, I gave it a seven, but like I prefer this album to other projects I've given a seven like Boney Bears or Chances albums. So it's it's really really close to an eight, but I can't quite say that she I gave just gave Boney Bear a seven. I did, yeah. I gave I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it a seven. I have my notes over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. We both did. That's and then right. coloring book, I gave a seven, but honestly, I haven't really like listened to it since we reviewed it, so that might fall down to a six by the end of the year. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So we'll see. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, a seven and an eight. That's a okay. Wait, all right. Seven plus eight is fifteen. <laughs> 15, fifteen divided by two. Is, uh, you gotta uh, handle
1: this one, man.
0: Uh, the average of um, uh, seven and a half out of ten. Uh, that was so fast <laughs> I'm. I, that's that A in macroeconomics working in right there man um, yeah I know I can't do that <laughs> it's, it's a shame man You could, if you could you would be able to uh, combine album ratings together quickly I guess that, I, know, I think about that every night it's pretty useful in life man it's gotten me uh, this far um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we recommend this project uh, definitely listen to it it's one of the more under the radar projects we've reviewed on here but look out for anderson pack because he is arguably the biggest rising star of the entire year in the music world. I would actually I would I say would he agree. definitely I would say he is. The only other 100% yeah.
1: he's the most talented double XL freshman from this past.
0: Absolutely. If you if you're, yeah, like, you're going to listen to one is artist. Up there, yeah.
1: Denzel Curry's there too, but like as far as like a pure just musical talent pack is like the
0: clear bet <laughs> yeah if you're listening to and like honestly his double xl like freestyle and rapping wasn't that great but that's because that's not what anderson pack really shines over so yeah. if you're listening to those freestyles or whatever or if you have listened to them because it's been a few months um and you're like oh man i'm gonna check out one of these artists check out anderson pack uh i would start with malibu before listening to this just so you kind of have some context um but yeah a pretty solid project by the duo Yeah. So yeah, uh, check out next time we'll be reviewing, uh, we're thinking maybe A Tribe Called Quest, unless you guys want us to review something else, uh, like the new Green Day, don't suggest Green Day, I don't think we're going to do it. Oh God, I don't want to do that. So I actually,
1: I yeah, no, I would do that for sure. Let's. Do it. I would talk about it. And then if somebody wants me to have a good opinion about it, I can't guarantee that that's, that's going to happen.
0: That's though. right. Yeah, you might as well have us review uh, economic policies because we'd be just as expertised in that. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, all right. So thanks for listening. Uh, leave a rating or a review. Check out the blog. Check out the Facebook page. Tell a friend about the podcast patrick thank you for joining me um good job always. always thank god always i hope you don't just quit out on me one day <laughs> just like uh, sorry not doing the podcast today this is on you man yeah this is this is all you man um all right yeah good work knowledge and anderson pack no worries shout out uh and until next time i'll uh, i'll see you